There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Thank you for tuning in this Friday edition of the podcast. The weekend's coming up soon. The house of God is coming closer and closer for the saints of God. What a blessing it is to have that freedom we have in America to serve and worship in the house of God. Those of you who might be listening overseas, I want to thank the Lord for the privilege you have to assemble yourselves together and to assemble yourselves with the purpose of worshiping our Lord Jesus Christ. That the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known the manifold wisdom of God. What a wonderful opportunity we have. Now, we have a treat for you again today. We're going to do part two of a message that Pastor Phil Seeley recorded for us. And Brother Seeley, of course, is the pastor here at the Grace Bible Independent Baptist Church in Shinglehouse, Pennsylvania. We've been here all week in meetings, and we thank the Lord for the privilege. We thank the Lord for the meetings. We pray that it is a help and a blessing to many folks. And so he'll be with us shortly, but I would still like to announce that tomorrow, which is Saturday, if you indeed download this on Friday, we will be at the Anchor Baptist Church of Wellsville, New York. Pastor Dan Cassiola and the folks there have prepared a meal of meals, and they're going to have uh, preaching services all morning. Then they're going to have the meal of meals. He said they're going to put on the banner, come and dine. Thank the Lord for that. And so my family and I, we plan on attending services, listening to the preaching, receive the bread of life, and then we plan on coming and dining with them. And then in the afternoon, we'll also have more preaching. So plan your Saturday if you're able to come. We'd love to have you come and worship, come and fellowship, and also enjoy that good meal. And if you don't know the Cassiolas and uh, you miss a meal there, you've missed something. And uh, she's a fine cook. My wife and I have enjoyed many meals at their home and at the church, and we certainly are thankful for that opportunity. Let me also say we'll be there on Sunday, Lord willing. We'll be there in the Sunday school and the church hour in the morning. And then Sunday night at 6 p.m. I know some of you that listen to the podcast plan on coming. You've already told us that. And we certainly look forward to that. In the meantime, listen to the continuation of Brother Seeley's message. I do pray it is a help and it is a blessing to each and every one of you. And now we're going to look at this word unction. We're going to see this in a little more depth, my friends. We're going to see this here. We're going to start at verse 18. It says, little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard, the Antichrist shall come. Even now there are many antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Then we have our key verse here, but ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. In verses 18 and 19, we see that John is speaking of. The Antichrist, this the spirit of Antichrist, and these Antichrists that are in this world, this spirit of Antichrist. But there is a distinction in verse 20. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. It separates us out. It separates us out from that spirit of Antichrist. 
that spirit of, of clouding of judgment, that spirit of the clouding of our minds. In First uh, John in chapter 4, in verses 1 through 3, it says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And in every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in this world. But because of this unction, friends, we know all things. We can see that spirit of Antichrist. John continues on here in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 20, 21. I'm sorry, verse 21. I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist, that denieth the Father and the Son. This Jesus-only heresy that is out there, this is that spirit of Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, in verse 23, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. Let that therefore abide in you which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us even eternal life. These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. Again, that clouding of the mind, that clouding of the heart, that, that clouding and muddying up of the waters. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. Now, this is, this is the first place we see here of the anointing. We heard an unction. It is commonly called, this unction is an anointing. It's just an old English word for anointing. Friends, this word is an accurate word for what we are seeing that comes from the Holy One. It's more than an anointing, and we're going to see that here in just one second. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. The spirit of Antichrist is a deceiving spirit. It is a blinding spirit. It is that spirit doth, that doth now work in the children of disobedience. Ah, but this unction gives us clarity. This unction from the Holy One, the Holy One that we saw teaches us, that gives us knowledge, that illuminates us, that is our maker. This Holy One of Israel, this Holy One of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, this unction is on the inward parts. This unction affects our minds. This unction affects our hearts. I'm going to turn now to 2 Corinthians and chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verses 3 through 6 say, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake, for God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. My friends, I'm here to present to you today 
that this unction is that light. This unction is that knowledge on the inward man that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And because of that unction from the Holy One, ye know all things. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, just one chapter back, in verse 6, or verse 12, rather, seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which was abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord. What is that it? That is the collective heart of Israel. When it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, ah, blessed be the name of the Lord, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. You'll notice that Lord there is a capital L, lowercase o-r-d. Friends, as you see that, that title throughout the entirety of the Word of God, that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Old Testament, New Testament alike. You can take that to the bank on that. You can believe that. And as we go on into Romans chapter 8 now, and look at verse 6. It says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be, so that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. All but friends, you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. And you know all things because of this unction. Your minds have become unclouded. Your minds have been given clarity. That veil has been taken from your heart. You can see the Lord Jesus Christ. He has illuminated you to these truths. You know of a fact that he is in you of a truth as you are born again of him. But is that witness on the inward parts? Is that witness there? The Spirit of God shall bear witness with your spirit that you are the child of God. Is that witness there? Do you have that unction from the Holy One? As we look at this verse here, friends, the next time you hear a preacher preach it, be cognizant of the fact that this is not the Holy Ghost. This is not the third person of the Godhead. This is not the Spirit of God. This is not the Holy Spirit. This is the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy One, the Holy One of God. As we see this today, that unction is more than an anointing on the outward parts. This is more than an anointing allowing you to perform the service of a priest. This is an anointing on the inward parts, on the inward man. This is an unction from the Holy One. And friends, you can know all things through the Lord Jesus Christ. Ye need not that any man should teach you, uh, but we know all things because of him. I hope you were blessed today. I hope you were challenged. I hope this was a blessing. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Well, normally I don't add things after preachers preach, but Brother Seeley's added some things I, after I've preached this week, and he's sitting here with me as we record this. So I said, you know, I'm just going to add a couple of things. And uh, we certainly are thankful for that message. What a great message on that unction of God. And uh, if you're any time in the ministry and you know the Lord, 
And then when you open your mouth, you realize the things coming out of your mouth are not something you can conjure up in your flesh. It's not something you found in the wisdom of man, but it's in the wisdom of God, that wonderful working of God and how we do thank the Lord for that, how we do praise his wonderful name. And I do want to say again, you're welcome to join us at the Anchor Baptist Church this weekend. We certainly hope you're able to. But let me just add a couple of comments, not not to undo the preaching, not to say the preaching fell short in anything. But I'm just going to read, Brother Fitzhealy had told me when he first began to really come under that unction of God, and God began to be his teacher. That's one of the first things he learned was an understanding of the Holy One. And I told him, that'll be your stump speech. That'll be something that you'll use in ministry for the years to come, because God has sealed that in your heart. And so I'm going to add a little bit of my stump speech, something God sealed for me many, many years ago. And this is one of the things that God taught me. I'm going to start in verse 9 of 1 Corinthians 2. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God. That's a lowercase s. That's a lowercase s. That's the Spirit that is, of course, that unction that he spoke about over there in the book of 1 John. And so we see the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. In which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth. And who does the Holy Ghost always bear witness of? He bears witness of that Holy One. He is always pointing us to Jesus Christ. He is always telling us of Jesus Christ. He is teaching us concerning Jesus Christ. But we ourselves, having the same spirit of faith, that same spirit of Jesus Christ, we have that unction from the Holy One. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. But for who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? And then the Apostle Paul, writing to the church of Corinth, says, But we have the mind of Christ, the Holy One of God. We thank the Lord for the message. We thank the Lord for the preaching this day. Have a great weekend. We hope to see some of you at the house of God. And no matter where you are, no matter where you're laboring, I hope that you have a good Lord's Day in the house of God. May the Lord bless the preacher with that unction from on high, that holy one to give that utterance to speak the words of life as needed. God bless you. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. 
Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the 